You're listening to Made for Living Well, episode number 227. This is the Made for Living Well podcast, hosted by Alexa Sherm, the place to create a life well-lived. Welcome back to the Made for Living Well podcast, which is exactly what I believe about you, that you were made for living well, and it's not some lifelong battle of getting well that keeps you well, but it's the belief that it's inside of you, and instead of trying to find health outside of you, it's activating what's already there. And that is our mission here at The Living Well, to help you learn that health is inside of you, and it's all about activating the energy flow, choosing to focus on filling yourself rather than fixing. And it's our belief here at The Living Well that health is inside of you. Rather than some lifelong battle that you have to go in search of, health is already there. And it comes from activating the energy within you. And I know that sounds kind of woo-woo, but the reality is, is the answer to health is not in suppressing who you are. It's not in beating your body into submission or trying to get your body to follow all of these rules, but it's ultimately what your body does with what you provide. That is what determines how healthy we are. And what our body does with what we provide simply boils down to our energy levels. Whether our body is in survival mode and it's storing, hoarding, and conserving that, or it's in thriving mode where we're open and safe and free to release whatever it is that we've been stored, knowing that health is not a series of perfect exercises or accomplishing that plan exactly as they say, but it's a living aware of what your body needs and providing more of that. So over at thelivingwell.com, we are sharing all kinds of articles and helpful hints to help you actively live out of health, not wait for health, not try to achieve some destination you believe will bring you health, but to live it out right now, right where you are, knowing that in living out health, you will actively start to reach whatever it is you thought would bring you health in the beginning. You see, it's, it's not about just accepting where you are and putting to rest the notion that you want to lose weight but it's desiring to lose weight because it's going to help you live energized and it's living energized that's going to help you lose weight. Anyways, I'm talking in circles, but I want you to know you can find all of the information that you need to start actively living in health today over at thelivingwell.com, all kinds of articles, and I'm so pumped that this website is finally here. It truly is a gift from God and it was a call from God, not something that I had ever envisioned happening this year, but here we are. So make sure you head on over there. And while you're at it, if you wouldn't mind, leave a rating and review on this podcast at thelivingwell.com backslash review. And if you take a screenshot of that review and send it back to me, I'll give you a special gift just for you. Today's topic, which is searching for a feeling, which is exactly what we're all trying to do. Now, the problem is, is that while we're on search of a feeling, we often go about it in all of the wrong ways. It's not to say that you can't achieve the feeling that you're searching for and trying to reach a destination, but it's so much more difficult and it's filled with all kinds of other negative experiences and in fact, more suffering than if we just understand that it's not the achievement or the destination that brings the feeling, but it's the choice and choosing to live that out in the everyday. So today we're going to talk about searching for a feeling, and I know this sounds crazy in the health space, but it truly does make a difference in what our body does with what we provide. 
Really, we all want to feel a certain way. For most of us, those core desires are to feel safe, to feel loved, to feel seen, and to feel known, right? All of those things are core desires that we know lie within every human being. It's what we're ultimately after. Now, many times we look at our life and we think, okay, what is preventing me from feeling those things? Now, sometimes we can think about it as outside things, right? We can look at things in our in our life and think like, wow, my job is preventing me from feeling that or my spouse is preventing me from feeling loved. We can start to pass this blame or try to basically create the stories inside of our mind or end those loops that are open to um, help us identify what is the very thing that's preventing us from feeling what it is that we want to feel. You see, all of us are in search and a desire to feel a certain way. We're all looking for our feeling because we all have this void inside of our life. And that's what the the health space brings for many of us, right? Like we want health, we desire health because at the end of the day, we desire a feeling that we've been led to believe health will bring. And it certainly will bring a feeling. We're all longing for a feeling. It's not the feeling that we should try to suppress, which again is something that we try to do, right? When we have bad feelings, we don't like those, right? We don't like to feel certain way and therefore we try to suppress those feelings or we numb those feelings or we try to avoid them. But at the end of the day, it's not the feeling we should be concerned about. The feeling is completely normal. And in fact, that's healthy. It's what we do with the feeling or the lack of feeling that changes how we respond. Let me try to explain this. So in the health space, or really in many spaces, we've believed that health or that the feeling that we're after is going to be found in the destination. This is why we tend to chase things, right? Whether it's finances or a future or a spouse or health, we chase after things we've been led to believe will provide the feeling that we believe will come with the destination, In a book that I was recently reading called The Ten Worlds, it's the new psychology of happiness, it says, if we accept that our ability to be happy is determined mostly by what we believe we need to be happy, then the reason so many people aren't happy becomes obvious. Quite simply, most of our beliefs about what we need to be happy are wrong. But we do this, right? We believe that if I can just lose the weight, then I'll be more loved. If I could just get that promotion, then I'll be happier. And yes, sometimes those things can come with temporary feelings. But the problem is they're just temporary. And stacking all of your dominoes with the notion and the belief that if you could just achieve that, then you can start living. You see, we wait to live. We put our life on hold. We give up everything in search of a feeling. But the feelings are never found in the destination temporarily, which makes us to believe that they're there, but long-term, whatever it is that we're after will never provide what we're longing for. It's temporary, which ultimately leaves you frustrated, bitter, and angry. It also leaves your life stacked in the direction of perfection, of this all-or-none mindset that life has to be going perfectly well and any extra stress is going to throw you off course. So I don't know if you're like me, but you kind of stress about the stress 
which creates more stress, right? It's it's ultimately, it's like anxiety, right? Anxiety in itself is not bad, but it's the anxiety about the anxiety that becomes a really damaging place inside your mind. And we do this a lot, especially when we live in search of feelings that we think will come in the destination. We try desperately to control and micromanage our life as to not disrupt the plan to achieve what it is that we've set out to achieve, which is not ultimately the goal, but it's the feeling. Let me give you an example of this. There was a long point in my marriage that I believed that if I could get my husband to love me in the way that I wanted to be loved, then I would feel love, right? For whatever reason, there was there was things that he did that just didn't make me feel loved. And so what I really wanted in our marriage was I wanted to feel loved. I wanted to feel seen. I wanted I wanted those fairy tale fantasy feelings that I thought he could provide or that I thought he should provide. And so I lived the first part of my marriage trying to basically micromanage him and micromanage our life as to align it with the destination that I believed would make me feel loved. The irony in all of this is that I caused myself so much pain and so much hardship trying to achieve a destination in order to be loved that I missed all the love that he was giving me on a daily basis because it didn't align with what I thought I needed to be loved. I don't know if I'm making any sense, and I'm gonna explain this in another way, but sometimes we miss feeling the feeling that's all around us because we think it has to look a certain way. We miss experiencing what you're really after that could be lived today by trying to micromanage it into a perfect idea of what it of what you believe will bring you that feeling. If we go back to our body and and just the whole being of who we are, it's really fascinating to dive in to actually understand where our action comes from. So if we go back to the beginning, right, our beliefs about who we are, about what it is, you know, what it is that we're after, just our beliefs in general drive our thoughts and our thoughts create our action, right? Our beliefs create what it is that we think about and what we think about becomes what we do. So ultimately, our body is just a byproduct of our belief system. But if we take things another step, we have a lot of beliefs inside of our mind And the fascinating thing about our belief system is that while we have a lot of beliefs about the world around us, when our brain has two beliefs that are fighting for control, only one wins. And what determines what wins comes from a feeling. So our beliefs are kind of at the top of this hierarchy, but when our beliefs start competing for the spot, the place where our mind is going to fixate, feelings drive whatever belief that is that ultimately takes control. So our feelings play a really, really big role in our belief system. And of course, when you start thinking, your thinking changes your feelings, which then can reinforce or change your beliefs. So feelings have a lot of power in our life. In fact, feelings kind of, in some ways, can be a controlling factor in our life and ultimately a controlling factor in the action that we take, creating the outcome that we achieve. So feelings are a really, really big deal and we need to understand them. And this isn't just for our body, but it's for our mind and our soul as well. 
Again, our beliefs matter, but how you feel about that belief is going to influence how activated that is in your mind. So let me explain this a little bit differently, right? If we go back to the story about um, desiring to feel loved, right? I was obviously not feeling loved. I was not feeling noticed or seen or whatever it is that I was after. So I had these negative feelings that triggered a belief. Now, I had two different beliefs inside of our minds, and a lot of us do, right? We have opposing beliefs. So I had one belief that made me believe that I'm de- deserving of love, I I should be loved, or I um, can achieve love. And then I have another definition of belief that says you'll never be loved. No one's ever going to love you, right? So I have these opposing beliefs inside of my mind. We all have opposing beliefs inside of my mind. But the feeling that I feel dominates which belief takes control. So if I'm feeling negative and I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling not loved and frustrated and not seen, then the belief that's going to dominate is the belief that I'm not lovable. Therefore, when I place the thought that I'm not loved with the notion that if I can get him to do this, then he will love me, then it opens up this span and time and gap of me creating action, trying to perfectly micromanage my life while never actively achieving what it is that I've set out to do. Why? Because ultimately what I'm feeling time and time again is the negative feelings, which are associated with the negative belief, which leaves my mind fixated on the negative feelings. I hope this is making sense. It's kind of a it's kind of a big, big deal and not a lot of people talk about it, but it really does matter. And so if I believe that I'm going to feel differently when I achieve that destination, what's happening inside my brain is I'm just completing these negative cycles and these negative loops of negativity, making my mind focused on what I'm not. And over and over and over, the more time and energy I focus on what I'm not, the less likely I'm actually to achieve what it is that I want to feel. As long as we keep our mind fixated in the thought process that achieving a destination will change your feeling, what you're really doing is just reinforcing the negative thought process in your mind, which goes to show that it's nearly impossible to find a feeling in a destination. Again, it might happen temporarily, but you're ultimately gonna circle back into your belief system and your belief is going to be the driving force. So how do we change this, right? Well, we have to go back in and understand that you have competing beliefs, meaning just because that's what you've been led to believe or that just because that's what you've been believing doesn't mean you have to stay there. We have to go back in and first recognize that those negative beliefs only keep us living in a negative space. If we want to change our life, we have to change our belief system. So we have to go back in and create a foundation of a belief in something that we want to stand in. Once you have that belief, right, that that truth that you want to live from, and it has to be true. It can't just be some notion that you kind of half-heartedly believe. Your body knows when you're lying and it doesn't accept lies. It only accepts truths. So you actively have to believe this. And this is where faith comes in, right? We have to know what it is that we believe. And most importantly, it has to come from outside of ourselves, right? We're not safe um, as it is. and, And we don't have the strength on our own to save ourselves. This is where your belief or your faith comes in. 
and helps you to see that there's something or someone outside of you that is a savior. And I like to think of this as like the element of love, right? If we want to get outside of our negative beliefs, we have to be filled with love to create that positivity, to to change how it is that we see things. But even having that belief, if we can't change how we feel, our negative belief will win time and time again, right? Because if our beliefs, we still have that negative belief, right? Even though you've set a positive, healthy belief, founded deeply in faith, whatever that is, we always have that competing belief system that was formed by other people that came from our childhood. We have these beliefs. They don't necessarily go away. They're always there. The key is learning how to change your feeling, which changes how your belief or which belief is expressed. So I'll say that again, our mind is always competing or our beliefs are always competing for the spot at the top, the spot where our thoughts will stem and our action will stem. The way that our beliefs get that hierarchy spot is through feelings. Your feelings back up your beliefs. So it's not just about changing your beliefs, but it's also about changing your feelings. And this is where things get really good. Because we often think our feelings are defined by our circumstance or situation, which yes, of course, situations and circumstances can change how we feel. But again, how we feel ultimately comes from our perspective of the circumstance, which is absolutely in our control. The thing about it is, is that we have to be willing to question our feelings. And to question our feelings, you have to be willing to understand what it is that you're actually feeling. You see, so often we live our lives trying to numb our feelings or suppress our feelings or run away from our feelings that we don't actively feel and understand what it is that we feel. We've not been taught to do this well. And really, it comes back to being able to recognize that you're feeling something. You're always 100% of the time in every second and millisecond of the day, you're feeling something. Because it's your feelings that drive your beliefs and your beliefs that drive your thoughts and your thoughts that drive your action. So as long as you're breathing, you're feeling. And that feeling is really more in our control than we think. And if we can start to understand that a feeling is not in a destination, but a feeling is in a perspective, then guess what? That feeling you've been longing to reach or to seek or to live for now becomes within your reach. It's not something you have to wait to achieve. It's something you can actively live. And choosing to challenge your feelings and insert adequate feelings that will support the right belief changes the entire outcome of your life. It truly gets you off this negative hamster wheel that leaves us stuck repeating the same patterns over and over and over. No matter how much you want to change, if you don't change the way you feel based on changing your perspective, you will continuously cycle in the negative belief system that you're trying to escape. Even when we see people achieve a destination where they think the feeling's gonna come from, if those feelings are fleeting, if they're not founded and formed inside of you before you arrive, those are going to be gone just as quickly as they came and then you're gonna get right back on that negative wheel of feeling bad, of supporting negative beliefs which drive negative action. So even if you arrive, more than likely you won't stay there Unless before you arrived, you've changed your perspective of what it is that you feel and you actively start living out of a better belief system. 
This stuff is really important. So let me give you a practical example. I was talking to a client on the phone the other day and I thought this was a really good example because so often we're working in a direction that we think will provide what it is that we want when it's completely the opposite direction of how we're actually gonna get there. So we were talking on the phone and I just knew instantly she was frustrated. Like I could sense it in her voice, which I was actually kind of surprised she was so negative because we had been texting earlier in the week and she seemed like she had some really great wins that week, like really big things. And I was so proud of her and I was excited to talk, but she just had this tone in her voice. And so I started out like every conversation, like just trying to find the positive to start the conversation. So I asked her what a win was for the week and Um, You know, she kind of gave me one and we talked about some of the things that she had text, but that tone just wouldn't go away. So I knew we had to address it. Like the only way we were going to move forward was just addressing how she felt. And clearly she felt frustrated. She felt angry. She kind of felt bitter. Um, All of those things were coming out. And so I asked her, I was like, what's going on? Like what, what, what's the negativity or, or what are you feeling right now? She just said, I'm frustrated that I've been working so hard and I'm trying everything and I'm I'm just putting everything that I have into living a healthy life and the number on the scale won't change. And I was like, okay, you know, like this is common. Most people have the same exact frustration, but that doesn't help, right? Just knowing other people have the same frustration really doesn't help. What you need to know is how do you fix it? And so I asked her, I was like, okay, I understand. I'm going to acknowledge how you feel because we have to acknowledge our feelings in order to change them. Acknowledge that you feel frustrated, that you're feeling sad and overwhelmed. But I want to know if we get outside of that, right? If we, if we set that on the table, what does it mean to be healthy to you? Like, what is it that you're actively looking for? And she said, you know, I was like, what, what, what does that look like to you? And she said, uh, Candace Bray you know, uh, she's uh, the Fuller House star, right? She is fit and she's strong and she's toned. And a a lot of people say her because we know what she was like on Full House and now we see her now and it looks like she's completely 180 to her life where maybe she wasn't um, toned and fit like she is now and she's much older, right? So it gives us hope that we can do this regardless of what our age is. And so she said that and she started listening. I'm like, okay, so what does that look like in your life? Like, I want to be toned. I want to feel strong. I want to feel fit. Um, And, you know, she's like, I just want to feel healthy and energized. And I stopped her and I said, okay, this is, this is good. Like we we can work with this, right? But I want to be clear about something. When you envisioned and described what it meant to be healthy to you, what it is that you are really after, Not once did you mention a number on the scale. Not once did you pinpoint a size of jeans. You didn't say those things because what you want more than that destination of that weight is a feeling. And if you could feel a certain weight, it wouldn't matter quite as much what the number on the scale said. Like, do you agree with that? She's like, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. And and I think it's hard for us to wrap our mind around, and I knew she was struggling with it because we've been led to believe that the destination on the scale will make us feel what we want to feel. She had been led to believe that if she could lose the last 10 pounds, she would automatically feel strong and fit and look toned and all the things that she wanted. 
But guess what? The scale does not have that power. And just because you reach a number doesn't mean you automatically feel what it is that you want to feel. You see, the answer is not the scale. And, and if we look at what she was doing, she was investing so much time and energy and frustration. She was channeling all of her energy into a number on the scale, which made her feel bad. And when she started to feel bad, she started to, again, give support to the negative belief that led her to take negative action. So even when she was doing all these good things, her body was responding to negativity. It was holding on to things because she kept reminding her body of what it was not and what it wasn't capable of. Rather than actively making choices to help her feel a certain way that would then support the belief that she is capable of doing this, that her body is designed in health. So you see, we do this so often. We think that a feeling is gonna come in a destination. We believe that the scale is ultimately gonna change and make us feel all the things that we wanna feel. But the reality is, is that we have to stop attaching a feeling to a destination because it will never come from that. The only way to truly achieve a destination is to feel what you wanna feel right now. Yes, you can achieve a destination and beat your body into submission, but it will not last. You have to change the feeling now and you have to understand, you don't have to wait to feel what it is that you want to feel. Those feelings are there for you right now. And we can talk about this in mind, body, and soul. Like just a quick, brief summary about our soul. Most of us are living our lives trying to feel love and to feel safe and secure. Guess what? Humans cannot provide that for themselves. There has to be a greater hope outside the earthly trauma that we live in. That is the hope of Jesus, right? Like that is where he comes into this picture to give you that hope, to fill you with that love because his love is unconditional and unchanging. It is not like humanly love. But when we live our lives trying to achieve love in someone else, like I was doing in my husband, I was really asking him to be God and he could not do that. He will never love me in the way that I want to be loved. But guess what? I can experience his love in a different way when I already live out of being loved. When I already experience the feeling that I want to feel, regardless of my external situation or environment. And feeling those things and experiencing them right now changes how I live out my life. Instead of working to be loved, I can work out of already being loved. And those are two completely different things. The same goes back to health, right? In the case of my client, as long as she was working to get to a number on a scale to feel a certain way, she was left with so much frustration and overwhelmed. And really, she kept her body stuck where it was, regardless of what she was doing to it because her body wasn't responding in the way that she wanted simply because she kept cycling in these negative patterns. But when she changes her mind and what I wanted to help her do and what I wanna help you do is understand what is it that you wanna feel? What are those feelings and how can you experience those right now? She wanted to feel strong. She wanted to feel fit. She wanted to feel toned. Those things are not things you have to wait for. Those are things you can experience today. What does it take to experience those? Well, you get to determine that and that's where the picture of health comes in, right? If you want to feel strong, maybe you do a workout. You see, but the workout is not to reach the destination in order to feel a certain way, but you work out so that you can experience that feeling right now. 
Instead of focusing on all these good things leading up to a destination that feels so far off, why not experience them right now? Because if you can experience them and the power of those feelings, and the power of those feelings is positive, it changes your belief to something positive, which creates a desire to continue on. You see, our beliefs are always going to be competing for them. What we want to do is we want to strengthen the positive belief by allowing you to feel the way that you want to feel and to live that out right now. It completely changes the game because if she were to continue living focused on a number on the scale, do you know how long it would take to actively achieve that if we ever did? I mean, there's a lot of pain involved in that and there's a lot of frustration and there's a ton of discipline and a ton of life wasted waiting for that. But as we started to change her focus to what can you do today to help you feel the way that you want to feel, guess what? Those changes become things that she desires. So no longer is movement a mean to beat her body into submission, but movement all of a sudden becomes a desire because it's actively helping her to feel strong and fit and toned. It changes why you do things and it creates a positivity in things that have never been positive before. And this is what's different about health. Health is supposed to be easy. It's simple. It's something that we actively live out of, not force into our lives, but it's only going to come from a feeling. So I want to ask you something. What is it today that you're seeking? What feeling are you looking for? We're all looking for a feeling. It's the longing of a human is to seek and desire feelings. We have these core desires that drive our life and they're always focused on a feeling. But I want you to know, you don't have to wait to feel that way. You can experience that today. Just like if you're wanting to be loved, like I am. You know what I had to do is I had to recognize and accept the love of Christ into my life. Something that I thought I had done, but I really never did. I was just working to be loved, right? I was being very legalistic about my faith faith, and in some way believing that would get me love rather than receiving it. And out of the receiving of that love, I received grace, which now gives me the desire to do things that I once did to be loved. Now I do out of love and it's completely different. The same as for my health. What is it that I'm looking for in my body? Am I looking to feel energized? I am personally looking to feel energized and vibrant and strong. What is going to help me feel that way today? It's getting up and moving my body. It's eating a good breakfast. It's hydrating my body well. Sometimes it's sleeping in. Sometimes it's going to bed early. Other times it's enjoying a burger and fries with my husband on a date night. Sometimes it's just eating really clean foods, right? Every day it's a little bit different, but guess what? In that day and in that moment, I get to determine what it is that I wanna feel, what it is that I'm really after and align my life to feel that way Right now, you do not have to wait and we have to detach the thought that a feeling is in a destination because that is gonna leave you on the never-ending rabbit trail that you will never accomplish. It can't happen. But what you can do is you can feel it today. You might not see the outward appearance, but feeling it and experience that creates this confidence within you and this desire that keeps you going. And guess what? That is you working with your body, creating a belief founded on the notion that you are healthy, you were created for health, and you are designed to live in health until the end of your day. 
That is it, period. And today you get to make that choice. So I say all of this as an encouragement to change where you're focusing and spending your energy. If you're focusing and putting all of your energy into a destination, you're missing what you could be living right now. So today I want you to think of what is one feeling I am actively seeking and what is one way I can feel that feeling? What is one thing I can do to fill myself so I can feel that? Maybe you're like me or you're like uh, my client who wants to um, feel strong and toned. Instead of working out to achieve a destination or a number on the scale, which is so hard to do, I want you to start to think about what workout, what would make me feel strong today? See, maybe it's not about just running six miles, but maybe what makes you feel strong is just a quick 20-minute HIIT workout or doing a few lunges. Or maybe you want to feel light, right? You're tired of feeling so heavy and so exhausted. Remember, feeling light doesn't just come with a, a smaller number on the scale. Feeling light is determined by every action you take. So at lunch today, maybe instead of um, driving through the drive-thru, knowing that that's going to make you feel heavy and bloated and exhausted, you choose to do something that makes you feel light. So maybe you um, swing by home or by the grocery store and you grab some fresh food that makes you feel good. You see, when you can start to focus on a feeling and understanding that every action we take creates a feeling, you can start to align your life to the feelings that you want knowing they're not in a destination, but they're there to be lived. And that creates desire, which creates change that happens so much faster than any other mode of trying to achieve what it is that you've set out to do. It's not that you can't lose weight or can't desire to lose weight. It's that you have to change how you feel and what it is that you're looking for. And the process of that, you will lose weight. So anyways, this is a big message, but I hope that that gave you some encouragement. What we all long for is a feeling. We're all searching for a feeling. But guess what? You can experience whatever it is that you long for today by simple choices you make to feel that. And in feeling that, that supports the belief system that is going to change your desire and your action. It will help you get off the negative health spiral that we've been living and actively start to live in hell today. So today, what is one thing you can do to fill your life so that you can feel what it is that you want to feel? Whether it's strong or vibrant or alive or happy or joyful, you get to choose that and you can live and experience that today. And that is your goal. How can you fill yourself with that feeling right now? Okay, that's it. I would love to know what your feeling is though. So if you have a moment, I'll leave a comment, whether on social media or send me an email at alexa at thelivingwell.com and let me know how this podcast changed your point of view. I love to hear from you. I respond to all of my emails personally, and I can't wait to hear from you. So please, if you wouldn't mind, take a moment, send me an email and let me know how this changed your thought patterns and what's one thing you're going to do today to feel the way that you want to feel. Also, don't forget to leave a rating and review. It means the world to me. And if you take a screenshot of that, send it back to me. I'll give you a free gift to use at thelivingwell.com, which I hope you're loving. Um, it's been a labor of love and a true call from God. And I am so excited to be able to um, bring this to life and to just see where it's going to go.
I can't wait to keep sharing the truth that you were made for living well. So make sure you come back next week in a new episode of Made for Living Well, where we're going to talk about macronutrients. This was all about a feeling, but we're going to get into the nitty gritty of health and what you need to know about the different macronutrients inside your diet. Okay, we'll see you then. 